Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. We are back here joined by Blair Douglas, the founder and certified yoga therapist of Malachite Yoga. Based out of Denver, Colorado, we are so excited to have our next guest here to talk more about the work she does. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Jill. Well, pleasure to have you here. And I uh, just want to confirm off the top, um, I know because I've been to the website, <laughs> Malachite Yoga, M-A-L-A-C-H-I-T-E-Y-O-G-A.com. And we're going to find out more, again, about this transformation, self-knowledge, and all that uh, you encompass. Could we talk a little bit about uh, your Zoom and yoga classes, which, by the way, are done over Zoom. This is awesome. Yeah, of course. Um yeah, so majority of my clientele and or classes I've been teaching have all been Zoom-based, and really that came about because of the pandemic um, and needing to transition, but what that's done for me, luckily, is opened up a door for me to see clients everywhere, so anywhere in the U.S., Canada, other places, uh, and so it just gives us access points to reach anybody that needs either yoga therapy or is seeking a class. Amazing. And good to point out that all your therapists and instructors have completed uh, 500-hour yoga teacher training and 800-hour yoga training, uh, uh, therapy training as well, right? Yeah, that's correct. So when I initially started Malachite, um, it was a little bit out of somewhat frustration of it sometimes can be challenging to find some of the higher education teachers. Uh, yoga trainings, how they kind of work, if you didn't already know, you start off with a 200-hour, so you could treat that as if you were going to a bachelor's program, followed by another 300 hours, which is equivalent for a full 500 hours altogether. So that's kind of like a master's. And then in the yoga world, in the eyes of everything, is you have another 800 hours you can do on top of all of that to receive a therapy license, which is then governed by a therapy body that oversees all of us. So I basically built the program or built the website and the company so that I could host some of these similar individuals there. So it's an easy access point for clients and people to find high-quality instructors and teachers and therapists. Wow. Okay. Well, you know what? That's what I was going to get into. And it's important, I think, before we learn more about what Malachite has to offer, which is a lot, and we're going to talk about yoga therapy and, of course, uh, how that's different from a yoga class, I want to find out more about you. Where did you grow up? Uh, I know you're in Denver now, but what brought you here? Let's talk about your wellness journey and in your early life. Were you always interested in this type of wellness? Or, yeah, let's get to know you, if you don't mind, to start. Not at all. Yeah. So, I am a Colorado native. I actually grew up up north, so just outside of Boulder in Longmont, Colorado, and I went to a small school in Berthoud. Um, I was there for quite a while with my mom, right? I moved down to Denver, went to school, got a bachelor's in fine arts and photography, loved that, thought I'd really like to be teaching, so applied to grad school to a very small program, didn't get in, was heartbroken, was like, I still really want to teach. How do I make that happen? And I had been taking yoga classes for quite a while. And my mom approached me and she said, you know, Blair, another option is what if you tried teaching yoga? And I thought, okay, let's try that out. I also had been taking yoga classes throughout college to help with stress management. Uh, that was something that came up <laughs> quite quickly after I went to college because I grew up out in the country. So I had a lot of space. So moving into Denver, I 
became quite stressed out. And so she had mentioned to me, too, she's like, you know, one of the options is why don't you just take as an elective a yoga class? And I found it extremely helpful for me, not just, and I shouldn't just say for stress management. I also had some scoliosis going on in my back, and that was causing pain. So I had a lot of sleep issues happening and things along that line. Right after I started yoga, those issues went away as well. And so I realized for myself it was really beneficial, not just in a mental space, but also physical space. It was helping out. So I wasn't seeing a chiropractor every week, and I had kind of my own um, control of my own body again and how I felt. So wrapping all into everything, I now am here still in Denver. Um, I will say, though, I travel half the year I spend here in Denver, and the other half we spend in Tucson, Arizona, my partner and I do. He's on a cycling team, and so we decided this was right before the pandemic. We could both work mostly virtually, so we went down to Tucson Decided we really liked wintering there, <laughs> and I still very much like wintering there, but it's made it great because I can then have my own freedom to travel and still see all my clients. So that's a little bit of my background and kind of how I got here. Well, we are excited to have you and honored that you're here. Let's talk. What is yoga therapy, and how is it different than going to a yoga class? Yeah, so... That's a great question, and it's something that can be really confusing for people, especially when approached and or asking me what I do specifically. (laughs) A lot of times the misconception is yoga classes are wonderful. I'm never going to hate on them. I think they're a great outlet for a lot of people, but there is opportunity to, especially for people that don't feel comfortable in a yoga class or asana, which is movement-based, isn't a good fit. But they are seeking something in the lineage of yoga. That's where kind of yoga therapy comes in. So what the real difference is, is typically when you see a yoga therapist, it's just like if you went and saw a PT or a psychotherapist, you see them on an individual space. So you're having a private session with them, and that session is about you specifically. So whatever you have going on, whatever goals you're trying to achieve, we're going to work on that specifically. Now, like if you're in a yoga class, the teacher is going to teach to the whole class. It might feel really good. You're doing some movement, which are all wonderful things. But it's not a specific setup class just for your individual body. And that's kind of where yoga therapy and yoga have a big difference is you're seeing a private client in yoga therapy, and they have a lot higher education, a lot more years under their belt, versus going to a public class and just being one of the bodies in the room. The other big part of it is, is since we're seeing you for an individual thing, so whatever your goal is when you walk in, that's our goal. So there's days, I'll tell you, I schedule out clients. I think I have a full plan going into that session. We get to the session, I realize everything I've planned out the window immediately. So you pivot. I figure out what they actually need that day what I can do to best serve them in the time we're together, and we kind of go from there. So it's really individualized to you, but also me seeing you as a whole person showing up and what you actually need in that moment. Well, thank you for sharing that. And also, if you're just tuning in, we got to remind everyone, uh, it's malachiteyoga.com. And as we continue the discussion, we'll find out more about all the offerings that Blair Douglas and her team uh, do offer. You know, what type of person would you say could benefit from yoga therapy? 
really anybody that has something going on that they'd like to get some support on. So one of the things that I really love about yoga therapy, and as I learned more about it and got into it, is in, instead of thinking of it as an alternative medicine, I, it's really a complementary medicine. And what that means is if you're seeing a specialist in something, let's say you had a knee replacement, so you're seeing an orthopedic um, doc for that, plus that person seeing a psychotherapist, plus that person seeing a PT, and then they decide, you know, I'm still dealing with some pain that's come up down the road and I don't have the same mobility I used to have and I still could use a little extra, that's kind of where we come in. So I'll never tell any of my clients ever to stop seeing any of the doctors or therapists they're seeing. It's really a team-based effort. I am very supportive of whatever they're working on with those other um, individuals, and I'm always happy to share my notes back and forth with those people. So really that person is getting a team of people supporting them instead of one individual. But really it's based around, too, what what do you need? Like what? where is there something? It's not the day-to-day stuff where you're like, I just don't feel as good or... And sometimes it could be just mental, emotional stuff. For me, my specialty is chronic pain, um, functional mobility, and some neurological disorders. So that's really the clientele I see specifically. You'll see on my website, there's another woman on there who's another amazing yoga therapist, and she's here out of Longmont, Colorado. And Carla's specialty specifically is working with cancer, Um, cancer survivors, cancer patients, stuff that's come up around cancer. So... We all work within our scope of practice, but truly yoga therapy is for anybody. And when I say that, I really mean you don't have to have ever stepped on a yoga mat. You don't need to know any words that relate to yoga. At the end of the day, what I kind of like to think of it as, and one of my teachers, Joseph LePage, has said to us is treat yoga as gaining self-knowledge. So take all the other stuff out of the equation. We're just going to use yoga to gain self-knowledge. And so that's where I like to try to help people also fit in in the sense of, like, you don't need to be stretchy to come to yoga therapy. Um, You don't need to know anything about yoga, like I said. And majority of my clients, I would say probably about 90%, have never stepped on a yoga mat. And, you know, it works out quite nicely with them. And it's kind of nice to have a clean slate to work from with no expectations. Awesome. Interesting. And wow. Let me ask you now, you've been doing this for how long? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> let me think. Let me think for a moment. Um, I've been involved in yoga therapy now. I started in 2020 was when I started school. So okay. I've been out since December. So I'm actually kind of new to the game. But what's happened since I've graduated is I've been given the opportunity to support some other very well known established um, groupings of yoga therapy. So one of those is the chronic pain group out of Canada. So pain care aware uh, run by Neil and Lisa Pearson. I've joined their team and I'm part of their mentorship slash a trainer for them. And then you'll Maria is down in Tucson and she runs the functional yoga therapy school. And I'm one of her somewhat like a staff member, right? So I mentor some of her students and support when she's doing trainings. And the other group that I support is actually the school that I just graduated from, which is Inner Peace Yoga Therapy, which the headquarters basically is based out of Durango, but it's a lot of it's 
virtual. And so I support in that way, too, in assisting some of their trainings. So I get to do some training stuff, but I also see clientele on a weekly basis. All right. Well, at this time, we got to take a quick commercial break. Would you mind sharing all forms of contact for our listeners? Yeah. Please just reach out at malachiteyoga.com. That's M-A-L-A-C-H-I-T-E-Yoga.com. Perfect. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with more. Introducing Venture X, Capital One's new travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hi, my name is Blair Douglas, and I'm a certified yoga therapist specializing in chronic pain, mobility issues, and those living with neurological disorders. You might be wondering, who should see a yoga therapist? My answer, anyone and everyone who wants to make a change in their life. Whether you have a daily yoga practice or have never stepped on a yoga mat, yoga therapy is here for you. If you're ready to learn more, please book a free consultation at malachiteyoga.com. That's M-A-L-A-C-H-I-T-E yoga.com. Are you happy with your home? Are you looking for inspiration? Hi, my name is Leslie Beaton, owner of So Adorable Art Interior Designs. We love to help our clients find the life back in their space. Visit us at www.com. SoAdorableArt.com. Let's create a space that will bring you order and joy back into your daily life. Atera includes everything MSPs and IT pros need in one easy-to-use and affordable remote monitoring and management solution. With Atera, you get in one integrated IT tool suite, remote monitoring and management, remote access, patch management, help desk and ticketing, billing, reports, and so much more. Click below to discover Atera today and start monitoring unlimited devices within minutes. Green mic not included. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. We are back here with the founder of Malachi Yoga. Yes, Blair Douglas joining us here again, talking about all the work she does here and what Malachi Yoga offers. And by the way, go to the website, M-A-L-A-C-H-I-T-E Yoga. Dot com. And we're going to talk more today about all the people that help her. And of course, it can help you with transformation, meditation, love, and so much more. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks, Jill. All right. So what else do you want to share? Um, you know, maybe you want to walk us through what a yoga therapy session actually looks like? Yeah. So I will say this as just a disclaimer. Every yoga therapy session is different and mattering on the practitioner, so whatever yoga therapist you're seeing, it could look different than my session. So I'm just going to talk you guys kind of through what one of my sessions would look like. Sure. Um, so basically, what how yoga therapy starts is typically we do an intake session. So what that means is you would get a, a document sent to you, and just like at the doctor's office when you show up and they hand you a clipboard and you start filling it out, very similar but we have some spe- specific key things I'm going to ask on there. A lot of it has 
to do with your background, health history, but the other half has to do with um, also networks. So who's your support system, things along that line. What, you know, amount of pain have you been suffering through and what has that affected in your life? And kind of after we go through all these questions, what I have people do is look back at all their answers and then kind of make a decision on what goals do you want to set for yourself during our sessions? Like what what goals are you trying to achieve? By us working together. Typically, what I have people do is we, the first session, like I was saying, is your intake. So we'll read through that. I'll ask questions. I typically spend 24 hours with it ahead of time, just doing a little research on different things so that I have more knowledge about you as well when we step into that first session. And first day when you leave, I typically don't give my clients anything to do, right? We're just, it's kind of like a, a long meet and greet. And we spend some time getting to know each other. I learn a little bit about you as a person, maybe some mobility things. We might do a short meditation. But from there, what I do is I then take that information and I start building out practices and plans that I think would serve you well just to help you re-engage and re-remember what you need and what, what goals you're trying to set and where you're trying to gain them. So say you're coming into your first session. You receive an email from me 24 hours before with a Zoom link, all the good stuff about turning your phone off during your session, letting other people in your household know, hey, I'm going to be in session, I'd like some privacy, especially just so the time you're spending with me is also fully, you're fully there. It makes it a little easier as well, but it's it's hard to say sometimes. So typical sessions are 45 minutes to 60 minutes, and they can vary. That's the other great part. Mattering on what you have going on, each session is completely customized for that person. So what I gave one person who is having chronic knee pain, I might not give to the next person who has chronic knee pain because they have a totally different lifestyle and need. And they don't connect well with um, having their eyes closed, let's say, for meditation. So maybe we start somewhere else. Sometimes it is physical movement. Sometimes it's a breath practice. Sometimes it's a meditation, and sometimes it's something as simple as me getting a suggestion that I'd like you to go garden for 20 minutes each week. You can kind of treat it as if we're building something for you to reconnect yourself, and so that could sometimes look like something you wouldn't expect yoga to look like. It could be as easy as me asking you to start to become conscious of your breath when you're cooking, per se. Um Each week, too, after our session, I usually do a recap, and I send, if we have a practice video, let's say, I send in my recap email the video to my client, and then we've agreed upon and set goals that, you know, this practice I'd like you to do, let's say, 10 minutes each day, and then I want you to journal and and or just give me back feedback notes on how it went. What did you notice? What came up? Did things improve? Did they get worse? At the end of the day, we're not trying to fix people. We're trying to help support them to get them back to a space that they're trying to re-remember or be in. So really, sessions can look like a lot of different things. So I never, I tell people there's no real expectation when you come in, especially if you're having a bad day and all of a sudden I realize we're not going to do a simple practice today like I planned or do this other exercise. It could just be they need to talk. And by no means am I a psychotherapist. But I'm also going to hold space for that person if that's what's needed at that moment. So 
anybody looking into yoga therapy, at least from my perspective, my typical sessions, like I said, were 45 minutes to an hour, and they're customized and built to you. And typically, I try to have people come at least once a week for a good somewhere between six to 10 weeks. The other goal with yoga therapy, and one of the things I really like, is these are practices you get to keep for a lifetime. So what does that mean exactly? It means it's meant to be an attainable therapy. So it doesn't have to, you don't have to keep spending money for years and years and years. It's something that you give you a practice. You're going to keep practicing on your own. You'll build it into your routine, which is one of the things I try to help with is get people it integrated into their lifestyle because that's another thing. We're adding something new, so it needs to be something you want to do. Also, that's helping. Um, and so that's part of it is later on, you don't need me anymore. You're going to have a toolbox of stuff you leave with that you can refer to anytime you need. Of course, you can always come back to me. You can always reschedule a session. We can always meet again, and I'll still be there to support you if you had answers down the road or questions down the road. But I want to give people the opportunity to feel comfortable in their own bodies again where maybe that was lacking and to be able to trust trust themselves more. Got it. Wow. Well, thank you so much. Uh, and we still got three minutes left. What else did you want to share, um, you know, about the work you're doing and why our listeners should reach out to you? Yeah. Um, you know, at the end of the day, each person is individual and... It might not suit everybody for yoga therapy, but it is out there. And, you know, people that are seeking something different and feel like they're missing something or they're trying to achieve a new goal in their own health and well-being, I highly recommend even going on to the International Society of Yoga Therapy and researching who's in your neighborhood. Or, you know, you can always look me up, too, on there and find somebody that best suits you, mattering on what type of thing you have going on, whether it's from you know, chronic pain all the way up into depression or anxiety or um, cancer. We kind of cover it all, and you'll find somebody in that that scope of practice that could best serve you. So be curious. (laughs) Don't worry about what you know about yoga. Kind of throw that out the window just for a moment and realize we're here to best support you in your needs at the end of the day. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here, for joining us. And would you mind sharing again all forms of contact, how we can reach out to you? Um, I know I've mentioned the website a few times, which I would love to share again. Uh, again, it's um, Malachite Yoga, M-A-L-A-C-H-I-T-E-Y-O-G-A.com. Do you have also any social media pages that you would like to share? I do. And I will say as a disclaimer, I'm not the best at posting on them, but you can always contact me via them, which Malachite is the the whole title of it, Malachite Yoga. Um, you can also email me directly, which is Blair, B-L-A-I-R, at MalachiteYoga.com. Beautiful. So just like the website. Well, thank you so much. Exciting to have you here. Exciting to get to know what you do. And I hope our listeners do reach out. This is an amazing platform and uh, exciting to be a part of it. And really, uh, in closing today, how did you want to leave off to your listeners? Oh, I just want to thank you, Jill, for your time. And thank you for anybody listening. And I hope I've sparked a couple people's curiosities. I think you did, including mine. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Will we be talking again soon? Same time next next week? Yes, we will. Perfect. Looking forward to it, Blair. Thank you so much for everything. And to all of our listeners, we appreciate you too. Stay tuned. More of the show is on the way. Thank you.
Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.